Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host Mokali Matthew, I'm of course William Ammo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, a lot better than the than the the Warriors are feeling right now. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Uh, of course, like we mentioned, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the NBA Finals and the. Jurassic Park size hole that uh, you know the 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 Warriors, the defending champions, you know have to overcome. We're going to talk about that. Talk about how this impacts uh, you know NBA free agency for the Nets and the Knicks and the other teams in the Durant, Kyle, I mean Kyrie Irving sweepstakes. Uh, we'll, we'll also talk about Jets. Um, finally getting their uh, GM, Joe Douglas, um, and also, you know, the, the current seats of the, the Mets, Yankees, and uh, even WWE, they, uh, you know, and their recent superstar showdown highlighted by, uh, you know, a, a, apparently a lackluster matchup of two future Hall of Famers. Well, actually, well, Goldberg's already a Hall of Famer, and, of course, you know, Undertaker, is I mean he's he's he is the Hall of Fame when it comes to WWE even though it's not official yet so we'll we'll talk about that but of course uh, most importantly um, we'd love to hear from you the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine that's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine so feel free to um, share your thoughts on any on any of these topics and more again we'd love to hear from you. But um yeah man let's just let's just tip off with the NBA and um man unless if you were Drake and and a Toronto Raptors fan who in their wildest dreams would have thought that the Raptors the Toronto Raptors being three leading the the Warriors the two time defending Golden State Warriors, three three wins away from having a dynasty. But, nope, the Raptors, man, give the Raptors their credit, man. Man, um, Kawhi Leonard, man, Kyle Lowry, man, all these guys, man, they're, they're, you know, they're they're doing the impossible, man. They're, they're, They're getting Raptors to their first, potentially first, ever NBA championship. And if they do do that, which most likely they will, and if they do it on Monday night, it's going to be on, on Canadian soil. That'll be the first time ever that a non-American team wins the NBA title. Like, history is being made here, folks. Like, um, and of course, we, we know Kawhi Leonard. He's going he's gonna to win the MVP. I mean, let's just let's just get that right right out of the bag already, man. I mean, 
kudos to this dude. I think he scored. He he scored at least what thirty five points in like what eleven at least eleven games or so. I yeah. mean, this guy's been this guy's been man <clears throat> untouchable, unguardable. I mean, this guy, man, he's he's doing it all. And um, yeah, man. I mean, w- w- before I get into the Durant talk, which is you know obviously tied to this. Um, what, what's your thoughts on uh, the NBA Finals so far? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's surprising that the Warriors are down three to one. Uh, very surprising, but you know, you don't have KD for the series. You know, they really needed him. Um, especially, you know, Raptors have a very good bench, and Raptors they play very good defense. This is probably the best defense Warriors have seen um, throughout their championship run. You know, the last four or five years. So you know they're they're seeing a team that's you know that has depth that plays defense and they got a one of the best players in the NBA in Kawhi, you know is he's tough to guard sometimes and he's an all around player you know not only he's scoring but he's playing some great defense and on the worst side of the ball, I mean as as I mentioned you don't have KD and Cousins hasn't done much besides that one game where he had you know um, a double double. But he hasn't done much for them. And this is the reason why they got him for. Like, when Steph isn't shooting great or Clay's not shooting great, they need him to post up, you know, and score. And he hasn't been doing that. So, because of that, Warriors right now find themselves in the hole and they have to win three more games now to, you know, to win the title. It's going to be tough. I mean, now they just got to hope that KD comes back for, for game five if he even – but even if if he if if he even suits up, I mean, because we don't even know, we don't know how serious his injury is right now. You know, it might be a serious injury where he might not even play in a series at all. So right now, it's not looking good for the Warriors. Oh uh, yeah, it really isn't looking good, man. They really need Durant, and uh, I, my you know my worst fears and uh, every Knicks fan's fear that this this uh, NBA Finals is going to impact whether or not Kevin Durant takes that leap of faith and, and leaves Golden State and potentially co- comes to the Knicks. But now the rumor, you know, going out, from what I've heard, is that um, is that apparently, um, what was I going to say, that, that um, if if they do lose the Warriors, which obviously um, that's a strong possibility, you know, he might, he might stay and feel like he has unfinished business, you know, and, and not leave on a bad note like he did with uh, Oklahoma, you know. So, but if he does win the dynasty, he'll leave. But, I mean, either way you want to look at it, you know, there's always there, – it, it depends on the person's perspective. If they lost, he'll be like, he could be like, okay, well, that proves that, you know, it's time for me to go. They lost. Or, you know, or the common, the the most common rumor right now is that he might stay to try to turn it around. But if he, but if he does win, he could be like, hey, man, we're winning titles here. I should just, you know, stay here until the wheels fall off and see how many titles I win in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all yeah. based on perspective. So, like I've said, I mean, I, I'd love to see the Raptors win it, 
you know, because they've never done it before. But at the end of the day, I'm rooting whatever 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 scenario is going to get potentially Kevin Durant to come to the Knicks. That's what I'm for. So we'll find out Monday night if the Raptors can uh, seal seal uh, seal their destiny and uh, finally, you know, hoist that uh, um, you know Larry O'Brien trophy. So. We'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, it's a must-win game for Warriors Monday. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, man, he's he's really raising up his stock, man. And, I mean, we, us Knicks fans knew there was a swim to none chance that he's, he's coming to the Knicks anyway, you know. But after how he's – they're building a statue, a statue for him, you know, basically, you know, in, in Toronto – probably next to the Vince Carter statue that they probably built already over there. Mm, you know, yeah. He ain't leaving, man. Like, this guy, this guy's already one of the best Raptors of all time already, and he just he just got there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, props to him, props to Kyle Lowry, man. They're this close, this close to winning it. And I think they're hungry, man. You know, I would. You know, normally I would think um, Warriors would win to try to stretch it to a five or six game. I mean, stretch it to a six game. As I thought, I thought from the Jump Street, Warriors was gonna win in six. So would I be shocked if Warriors win another game to force, you know, a game six or even a game seven? I wouldn't be surprised. But the Raptors, man, they look hungry. They look as hungry as the the the, the Raptors in, in in the Jurassic Park film, man. They're not <laughs> playing. They hungry, man. They haven't had a title in like it, it, never in their what twenty plus year history. So yeah, they trying to get that. They trying to get that ring, man. They're a team of destiny. It looks like it's the dynasty versus the destiny. So they're like, very close right now. Yep. So they're this close. They're this close to, to 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 their destiny. So they 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 got the they got the the um the giant down, man. They gotta they gotta stomp them out while they have a chance. Because if they let a sleeping giant wake up, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the exact opposite of what the what the what the Warriors um what the Warriors suffered to the to the um the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers yes. for their first title. So. They know how what it's like to to suffer a three blowing a three one lead. So they're hoping their fortunes could uh, turn around. And the well, Warriors, well, Warriors have come back from three one. You know, also that same season they lost the Cavs three uh, one. They beat they beat Thunder in the round before. Right. Uh, they were down three one in Thunder and they came back to win. So they've been in this situation before. So, oh yeah. Yeah, know. absolutely. But in Never the count them out. NBA Finals, I mean, yeah, that's why I'm not counting them out. You know, they, I could, I could easily see them win a game, force it to Game Six, because I mean, I, I thought this whole series was going to end in six to begin with. Obviously, I thought Warriors was going to win it in six. So I wouldn't, if it was any other team, I probably would say definitively that the game's going to end in five. But I could see it. I could see rap. I could see Warriors forcing it to game six or even a seven. But 
the, the Raptors look hungry. So um, I think this series is going to end either five or six. You know, I mean, I, I'm just torn. I, I could see Warriors coming into Toronto and winning, you know, to at least go to game six, you know. But we'll, we'll find out Monday night. You know, this is definitely going to be a, much, a must-watch game, man. And that, that that goes without saying. Yeah. It's do or die right now. It is literally do or die because the Warriors have to win three straight. There is no, there is no, um, you know, there is no um, middle ground or any any other way around it. They gotta, they've they've gotta they've gotta turn it around. They've gotta win everything. They gotta take every game one at a time for them to even try to pull off this miracle, even though they were the favorites coming into this series. But um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Um. Uh, oh yeah, and another thing, Kyle Lowry is not Kyle Lowry. I mean, Kyrie Irving. He is, you know, r- rumored to wanting to prefer the the Nets over the Knicks now. And if that happens, apparently he wants to lure KD over there, or KD wants. The rumor is he wants to go to the Knicks or Warriors or stay with the Warriors. Uh, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Wow, this, you know, yeah, I've been hearing that all week. Also, Stephen A. Smith has been reporting that, right? You know, Kyrie is leaning towards the Nets. Um, you know, right now I don't know. You know, Nets have cleared up space right now. Um, to get you know Kyrie and possibly KD also. Yeah. Um, but right now it's all rumors. I mean, we don't we don't fully know what's gonna happen. I mean, you know, who knows where he where where he goes or where KD goes? You know. Um, I think there's a good chance that Kate, that Kyrie goes to the Nets. I mean, he did grow up a Nets fan, and he is from New Jersey, so mm-hmm. I would be shocked if he if he got him. Um, but I think right now, you know, K- KD is probably going to stay in Golden State. I think um, it's starting to look like that. Yeah, Kyrie probably goes to the Nets, looking mm-hmm. like you know. So, and then the Knicks are doomed, or I mean, I should say they stay doomed. Well, they save up that money, you know, or you know, try you to know, get someone, you know, some other, some other guy. I mean, there'll be other guys like Campbell Walker will be available. Yeah, but they know, can't I, give him a max contract. I mean, I, no, I, no, I of course not. Yeah, no, I love no. Campbell Walker. I mean, this guy's clutch. You know, ever, ever since his what UConn days, but um, I mean, he's always been clutch. But he has to be the secondary, secondary or third option on a on a championship caliber team. Oh, you yeah, can't you course. you you can't you can't throw all the money at him. You you could you could you could give him decent money. Yeah, like, give him the, exactly. Yeah, give Not him a max money. contract. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they they can't they can't go over the top to try to get him to come over here. If they can't if they can't get him to come on a discount, man, that just shows you the 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 state of the Knicks, man. Winter is coming, man. But for the Knicks, it's the blizzard's already here, man. <laughs> they need to. They, they need. They need. Ari, they need a Stark to come here. They they got John Starks already in the organization. They need Arya to like, <laughs> like just get the White Walkers out of this out of this garden, man. Well, they yeah. uh, you know they could save up the money. They could also do that. They don't have to spend it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so. if you're not gonna get them at a discount, save your money, man. We'll just we'll just have another another decade of horrible basketball as usual 
But as long as they could save their money and spend on the right people, because, I mean, I, I trust the people in the organization as weird as it sounds. You know, David Fisdell, I mean, he has a losing record with the Knicks, obviously. But you could see he has there's, there's, there's a message to his, to his, you know, to his madness, you know. Like, you could see he's a good coach. You know, he, he has, you know, coaching experience with Miami. You, you see there's a thought process, man. He he embraces the Knicks past. He has, you know, great players, past and present, reach out to the young guys and, and you know, he does stuff outside the box, like having the, the you know, the young players watch playoff games, you know. They even came to the um game four to watch it to give to, so the young guys could see, you know, the the pressure of playing in a in a finals game. So they could be battle tested in a way, mentally, you know, because obviously, Lord knows when the Knicks are ever going to, you know, make it to the playoffs, much less to the finals, unless everything breaks right for them, free agency-wise and, you know, drafting-wise. Um, but, yeah, man, this is this is, this is is a SOS, man. I mean, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And since since 2001, man, the Knicks, ever since the, the aforementioned Raptors eliminated them, it's been the beginning of the end for the Knicks franchise. They need to, they need to get back, man. I mean, they've had some, they've had some, you know, teams, they had a few, you could count on a few fingers, teams that were decent, like most notably the, um, the Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, Mello team. You know what I mean? But um yeah, man, it's been a lot of horrible seasons, man. They need to they need to they need to be back to being the you know, the team of New York, man. They 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 desperately need it. Um, what was I gonna say? Um uh who's the I'm trying to think of the um the the, the um Perry. Uh what's his name? Scott Perry, I think it is? Yeah, yeah, Scott Perry. Yeah, Scott Perry. Um he, I mean, I, 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 he, he, you know, he looks like he has a, you know, he, he's a, a good GM, you know what I'm saying? So those two guys running the helm, you know, you can see there's a, a bright future for the Knicks. As long as Dolan or any, you know, it doesn't meddle, you know, in, in the process, they should, they should get somebody. But like we've been saying for the past, Lord knows how many years, year or two, or even going back to the LeBron James, sweepstakes, both of the LeBron James sweepstakes, you know, I will believe it when we see it. Yeah, right now, it's, you know, who knows what happens, you know, we have exactly. to still see. Exactly, man. Um, yeah, so, yeah, shifting gears, um, kudos to the to the Jets, man, they, they, they finally get their man. They got, um, they they got um Joe Douglas, you know who who was you know within who was with the um you know the Eagles, uh, and he was like a, what a vice president I think with the Eagles, and many many people say he was um you know he's a, a star in the rise you know he he's an assistant I think vice what was he like a vice president of um the Eagles, and you know a lot of people say he was very influential of you know, um, the Eagles, um, drafting players, signing players, you know, which eventually led them to their, um, their championship run. So, 
congratulations on the Jets. Uh, you know, getting, you know, the former Eagles vice president of player personnel. And uh, the, the, the other rumor is is that um, they're thinking about getting, um, you know, uh, Todd Shea, you know, a football analyst with ESPN to uh, join their staff. And, um, you know, that'd be a good move. And uh, whatchamacallit, uh, those two have history. Um, because they were teammates uh, in the University of uh, Richmond, you know, way back in the day. So um, hopefully, hopefully they can have that tandem. And not to mention, Adam Gase has a you know a history with Douglas too. So and then and then you got Greg Williams, who's a um, you know a, you know what you might call a great defensive-minded coach. So you know, hopefully, you know they they can. Um, they could um turn this this franchise around, and if they do, people will forget about the debacle of how they handled the McCagnan situation, and uh, uh you know other good news they resign uh Baral Powell, so his career continues with the Jets, so that that was a you know a very good move, right there. Uh, what what's your thoughts on the Jets? Yeah, I mean it's a good move for them that they got uh, Joe Douglas, you know. Hopefully he can, you know, work his magic just like he did with the Eagles, you know, leading the uh, Jets to the playoffs and maybe eventually a championship. So if he do that, you know, that'd be great. Um, and right now, you know, Jets have done – they've had a good off season. I mean, they've gotten some guys uh, – they've added some guys to the roster with experience, you know, that could help the team. Um, you know, I like the uh, the, the signing – um. What was, the, what was the wide receiver from the Redskins? I forget his name. Um, I forget his name again. Um, what's his name again? Um, help me out here. This is your team, uh, Will. Help yeah, me out I'm here. Tra- uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who it is. <laughs> um, uh, Crowder. Jameson Crowder. Um, I right. thought that was a good pickup. Um, and again, re-signing up Powell you know, was a good move as well. Um, so they have some pieces there you know, on the team right now. And, you know, this could be a good season coming up for the Jets. You know, they're young, they're talented, they have some experience. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, they made a lot of big moves, you know, of course. Le'Veon Bell, Mosley. You know, yeah. they, 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 really, they really made some moves in this offseason. So, and then, of course, uh, they drafted uh, um, Williams as well. So, yeah, you know, they, they, they should be a really good team. You know, it just... It's just um, the major thing is, you know, is Adam Gase, you know, the the quarterback guru that people make him out to be, you know. Yeah. Um, it remains to be seen because apparently, um, from what I've heard, you know, Darno is trying to model his game after um, Peyton because if you remember Peyton, he was um, – Gase was uh, Peyton's, um, you know um, – quarterback coach, you know, towards the end of his career in Denver. So, uh, you know, that hopefully he could get, get, you know, get that magic with, um, you know, with, with um, uh, Donald. But, you know, that, that, that remains to be seen. And um, what remains to be seen, flip on the other flip side, another of my, one of my favorite teams, you know, I'm just going from the, the Knicks, the Jets to the Mets. 
you know. And uh, obviously all these teams haven't won in at least 30 years, you know. But, um, yeah, now now talking about the Mets, they're just a, a, a typical 500-type team. You know, they, they go a few games over 500. They go under 500. It's like they're so inconsistent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they – you know they they did um I mean they did win uh today against the, the Rockies I mean that's good um Alonzo hit his 21st home run uh now he's five away from uh uh Darryl Strawberry's uh uh rookie record of 26 home runs you know as a rookie and you know he's on his way man um the, you know uh. Mickey Callaway, man, he's just he's he's just the major he's the major reason why this team is not gonna go anywhere. I mean, this dude, this dude had the audacity to say that Wilson Ramos and Jacob Degrom has to, you know, um, you know, um, basically play together, you know, have that pitcher catcher tandem so that they could be prepared for the playoffs. Now where where is Jim Mora? Playoffs, playoffs. Are you kidding me? Playoffs. I'm like, that was like the first thing that popped in my mind. I'm like, dude, are you, dude? We're like games under 500, and you're talking about the playoffs. Like, shoot, they need to talk to Allen Iverson. He needs to talk to AI. They talking about practice here, not the game, not the game that love. We talking about practice, and that's what the mess needs. The mess needs practice because. They have they are the most stolen bases in the league. Syndergaard leads the leads the league, and then right behind them is um is Matt. They can't they they can't throw nobody out, man. And and, and Ramos, man, yes he's hitting, but that dude, man, he got old pretty fast, man. That dude couldn't catch a cold if he was in Antarctica. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, I mean seriously, man, this team. This team is, is a, such a head scratcher. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you just, I, I just don't even know what to say. I just even, I literally don't know what to say, you know, with, with this team. Like, it's like it's the same thing over and over again. They just find ways to, 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 um, to blow games. Like, if you remember last week when we were also calling the, um, the, um, the end, the end of the, um, the, what it was the NBA final game, if my answer me right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, we were also talking about the, the 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 Mets game was going on because they were on the road at that time. I think it was maybe against Arizona or Dodgers. Probably was Arizona. And I was talking about like you were saying like, oh, you know, they should they should get the win. I'm like, knowing the Mets, man, they're gonna they, they could blow it. It ain't over till it's over. And sure enough, they blew like a five run lead. And like in the eighth inning, and um, and I think they blew two games like that this 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 week. So I mean, yeah, they I, gotta improve their bullpen. You know, the bullpen is, is their kryptonite. Mickey Calloway yeah. and their bullpen is their kryptonite. That's that's basically it because they don't have a manager. They don't have they don't have a manager. They have a pitching coach masquerading as a manager, and his, his in game decisions just it just drives me up a wall. Like. Shoot, he, he he drives me up the wall like Peter Parker, running 
doing track and field. Like he he really he really his his in game decisions are 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 just I it's just baffling for for lack of a better term with this guy. How this guy got hired, I'll never know. And um, I just could spend a whole episode just talking about all the mistakes Nikki Calloway has done in this 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 season because he is not an in-game strategist, and his post-game, pre-game stuff is just even annoying. Like every like I understand you want to give credit to the opposition, but geez, man, this guy act like he's playing against the 27 Yankees. Like everybody's, oh geez, you know he threw he threw that ball out, you know. It's like it reminded me of Vlad Guerrero twenty years ago, you know. Uh, you know, give the other team credit. I'm like, dude, yeah, give the other team credit, but you give the, the other team credit all the time. And then yesterday, yesterday, dude, yesterday they had a two-one lead with Degrom on the mound. Normally you'd be like, oh, Degrom's on the mound. The, you mean the arguably the best pitcher in the game? Yes. So, yeah, let's go Mets. And and then the opposition's like, oh no, the ground's on the mound. Oh no, we're gonna face the ground. How are we gonna win? But it's like the exact opposite. When the ground's on the mound, you know the Mets are gonna lose because the bullpen can't hold the game, and the the Mets offense can't even hit maybe two. They can't even hit two runs, two hits. They can't even get two hits in a game. The way how they be, they they play, and no matter how they can't hit and they can't play, they can't field, they can't. They have their worst performances with their ace on the mound. It's like he's the anti ace because of because of how they play. You expect them to lose now, and then him forcing Ramos to play with 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 um you know to catch to catch um the Grom instead of having a you know having a you know Nito catch him because he's infinitely better with Nito you know behind the plate than than uh, Ramos at the at, you know behind the behind the you know behind the plate as a you know the catcher, but no, then he had to say the catcher the the you know the playoff line. But, but let, yeah, let's go back to yesterday. This guy, after the game, they blew a game. They, they had a they blew a game that they could have won. They easily could have won with better management. And of course, you know they they almost had a fight, you know, because after the you know the bullpen, Ganyan Ganya, you know, gives up two home runs and then he plunks Ian Desmond, which forced. Uh, benches clearing, clear, clear to the, you know, the benches are clear, and uh, and Daniel Murphy of all people instigating the the thing after you know Ian Desmond, you know, was looking at the the Mets sideways for him getting hit, and you know I'm trying I'm trying to think, oh yeah right, um T- Mickey Callaway was saying oh you know the team's not frustrated, you know with the guys he have on the team, you know they're not frustrated, you know they'll they'll bounce back or whatever. And then, of course, Jacob DeGrom said he was or the team was frustrated. So, I mean, it just shows you how this guy doesn't have a pulse of what, it's, what, it, what it means to play in New York. And, it, I mean, it's just, it's just baffling, the stuff that he says and does. It's, it's just, man, oh, speaking of the, the game, this game was, was, an, was on Fox. And, you know, Kevin Burkhardt and Joe Girardi was calling the game. Oh, in, yeah, it was on Fox today. So I'm like, you know, I'm hearing Joe Girardi saying, you know, the players love, you, you know, they really love each other, especially, you know, um, you know, they play hard, you know, especially um, Dominic Smith and Alonzo, you know, because both of those guys were essentially fighting for the same first base spot. But if you watch the game, you know, Dominic Smith is Al- Peter Al- Pete Alonzo's biggest supporter. 
you know, they have their own secret handshake when they, you know, when they go deep and all that stuff. Like he's literally the first person that greets them, you know, and he said, you, and you know, Joe Girardi was giving them credit. So I'm like, yo, Joe Girardi, man, like, come on, take, find a way to get um, Mickey Callaway fired and, and take over the team. Because he, Joe Girardi or Buck Showalter are the best guys. You know, I guess you'd have to say Girardi is the best guy, you know, because Girardi, he won the title with the Yankees, you know. But, I mean, hey, I mean, I, w- I would take him or, or Showalter because Showalter, when you have Showalter, man, he, he just, like, he leaves the team better. He leaves the team better than, 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 than how he, you know, how he got there. Uh, that will ensure the Mets finally win the championship. Like him leave. Showalter is getting up there in age, though. Shoot, he's better than anything we have. I'd rather him <laughs> than Jim Riggleman. Yeah. I mean, that's like a that's like a a raising Brand Stark, you know, uh, version of a manager, man. You don't want Jim Riggleman running your team. Come on, man. This guy, he's an interim manager for a reason. This guy stinks. I can't, I can't, I can't see the code it, man. He stinks as a as a manager. He's a, he's a, he's a slight upgrade over Mickey Calloway, but that's not saying much. So if they do make the move, because they have to fire Mickey Calloway before the All Star game, or else the season is is lost. Quite frankly, I really think the season's lost because the, their love affair with Mickey Calloway, it, you know, is is what's going to cost this team this season. And that's all I got to say about that. If you think uh, if they don't finish with a winning record that they fire Mickey Callaway this season? I hope so. I hope so. But then again, you know, you know, my Mets, man, they they, they do these head-scratching moves, i.e. hiring, you know, Mickey Callaway. You know what I mean? Or, and you could even say Brody Van Wagenen, you know, hiring an agent who has no experience in New York to run the team. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Brody Van Wagenen and his, you know, his um, go-getter attitude. You know, he, he, you know, he has that, he has the New York mindset of trying to run a team. But the problem is, is that him keeping, him keeping Mickey Callaway is, 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 is not going to give him the results that he wants to, to turn this team into a potential championship caliber team. You yeah. know what I mean? They they let Keiko sign with their rival Braves. They let Kimbrough sign with the with the with the um the Cubs. And I think that's gonna bite them. I think it's I mean it's already biting them already. I mean oh I just remember something. Vargas, man, Jason Vargas, man, he pitched his best game as a man. He he I think he had like what? A four hit a four hit shutout, complete game shutout, man. I I've been killing. I've been killing Jason Vargas ever since last year. Even before he signed with the Mets, when they were saying, "Oh, Mister might be interested in Jason Vargas," I'm like, "No, this guy. I do not want this guy on the team." But I have to give. I have to give him credit. You know, he pitched. He pitched brilliantly. His past couple of starts, he's been. He's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. The other times in this, this, he's been pitching a lot better lately. I mean, he's. You know, he's had early on. He had some. Mm, okay, starts. He just didn't go deep enough. But these last couple of starts, man, he's been phenomenal. You cannot ask any more out of Jason Vargas the way he's pitching. He's, 
I, I'm, I'm afraid to say this. He, he, he's, he's probably the most consistent pitcher. And then you'd have to say um, Matt right Grom. after. No, not yeah. even the Grom, because the Grom, he's, he's, he. I mean, the Grom, he, he pitched, he pitched well. Um, um, what was it yesterday? I mean, he was in great, but he, he pitched, he pitched okay to, he pitched all right enough to win. I think the start he had before that was better. It was much better. He was pitching much better. But he was a tough luck loser, if my memory served me, served me right. But yeah, man, Syndergaard, he, you know, he's been, he's been shaky. You know, he, you know what I mean? Like he, he's giving up way too much hits, way too much runs. He's not dominant, you know. So he needs to, he needs to wake up, man, for real. And uh, shifting gears with the Yankees, um, uh, the. The Yankees, you know, they were playing well overall until this, um, you know, Cleveland series, man. Um, you know, what, what, what's your thoughts on the, the current state of the Yankees? Well, you know, they had won nine series in a row. So, you know, that right. wasn't going to last forever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they lost that series to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays ended up snapping their series streak. Um, so they lost that series two to one. And they're about to lose this series because they've lost their first two games in this Indian series. So tonight, I mean, tomorrow, they have to salvage this series by at least winning one game, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, right now they're, uh, they've they uh, lost five of the last six, so they've cooled down after being hot for about a month. And they're starting to get some guys back. Uh, Didi's back now in the lineup, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, he had a home run today. Um, but, unfortunately, it was, you know, too little to help us out. Um, but you can just hope that these guys, uh, the rest of these guys come back like Judge. Hopefully he, he comes back. Uh, he, he's back before the end of the month and Stanton maybe another several weeks after that. So um, right now they're uh, tied with the Rays for first place. So uh, they got us, you know, the schedule is going to get a little harder now. You know, you got Astros, Red Sox, Rays, and uh, well, Next week, uh, play the Mets, so that's gonna be yeah. interesting to see in the Subway Series at Yankee Stadium. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a huge game uh, for both teams for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Yankees are gonna be back home, and then facing uh, you know their crosstown rivals. I mean, you know, what, what can you say? Yeah, it should be that's interesting. Much watched game, you know, and the Mets need to turn their season around. You know, I mean, as a Mets fan, I'm hoping they could um. Sweep the series, but realistically, um, I, I I hate to say this, but I, I think Yankees are gonna probably sweep that series because the Mets. Well, man, they, I mean, the Yankees are clearly the better team, you know. So, well, I but, mean, obviously, but uh, anything can happen, you know, when these two teams play. Yeah, absolutely. Even though, a lot of even though the Yankees home. have dominated the series, but you know. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, I mean that literally goes without saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying, well, you know, realistically, they have well, dominated, yeah, but I'm saying anything could happen because we've seen crazy games like, you know, Mariano blowing a save. Right. You know, Jeter killing the Mets. You know, you've had some fun. Which one? Which, which game has Jeter killed the Mets? Which, one, which, which of the top 100 games are you are you referring to? <laughs> I wonder who Mets. The Saturo Komiyama, you know, give up the home to Robin Ventura. Like, in what? Eight, I mean, come on, man. There's so many games, like, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it should be an interesting series, you know. 
for both teams. And then they're going to play, I think, in July afterwards. So, yeah, you know, looking forward to that. Hopefully, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. And lastly, uh, the which one call WWE? They had the the um the uh, superstar showdown. One of the highlights was Seth Rollins facing Baron Corbin, but <laughs> of course Seth Rollins defeated defeated him. Um, what you call it? But the big the big marquee is that um, Undertaker um, defeated Goldberg in their first ever matchup. Uh, but unfortunately, that match, you know, was less than ten minutes, and mercifully so, it was it, it, it that was under ten minutes because, from all reports, it it really stunk up the joint. Oh man, I, just just seeing the highlights of Goldberg botching the jackhammer on Undertaker, mm-hmm. that didn't look like it was a good match at all. And I heard that Undertaker was um, visibly upset because of that botch. Which was essentially a brain buster, you know, yep. that could have injured his career. And my th- my thinking was like, yo, if WWE, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I understand it. This was a, they should have had this match a long, long time ago, like during the ruthless aggression period. Like, come on. Yeah. But yeah. in any case, why couldn't they have the Sting Undertaker fight each other? They're both like, all of them are like 50 years old. Like, Sting and Undertaker is the match everybody want to see. But WWE has ruined it, just like Rock versus Shawn Michaels, man. That's why we're never going to see those two great matches ever. Yep. Or even more recently, Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. They literally could have had that match at WrestleMania. But no, the aforementioned Baron Corbin, the top heel of the WWE, has to be in every every match in the main event. But, you know, um, that's our time for our show, man. Uh we'll call it Matthew. I'm William Ramo. Come back next week. Um, well, actually, we're normally at um, at um, Saturdays at eleven, but uh, we're gonna do it on another day because I won't be able to make it. Because uh, I will be going to a wedding uh, next week, so I won't be able to make it for this this show. So I'll be on a later. I'll be on another day next week. So check back this show next week. Normally Saturdays at eleven. Check out IMAX every Saturdays at ten, and of course check out my YouTube show, Sports Animal Legend TV. This is Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.